when lost wisdom is finally revealed. When the dead walk again, and again, and again. When the voice talent suffers a TPK. That is when heroes rise. You stand between me and my lord and kin. Be gone. It is not our abilities that show what we truly are. It is our choices. Welcome, brave adventurers, to Heroes Rise. I'm Ostron, and joining us on our quest this evening are two of the wisest adventurers in the land. Lennon, why are you passing me a note? Let's see, I have no voice, so I have to write everything down. Okay, well, that explains the scribbling sound, but not the other thing. Reuse a little horse. She looks... Oh, you mean horse as in her voice isn't working either. Got it. Right. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not sure that's entirely legal. Okay. So, um, let's get a clerk on the scrying pool for you two. Everyone else, um, I know this show normally goes Adventures Pack, D&D News, and Short Rest, but I think with my two compatriots like this, we probably need to take a long rest. Good, because I feel like death. Right, well, hey, funny you should mention that. I actually have a good idea. All right, so we mentioned before about the lost episode of Heroes Rise, which we recorded but did not release. It was an internal pilot episode, so the team could get used to show production. Uh, it looks like this week's show won't be going ahead, so we're going to have the clerk resurrect the short rest segment from that unpublished episode and give it its first public airing. Consider this the nine and a half entry into our chronicle and enjoy some wisdom from the masters entitled The Undead Bite Back. As for us, we're off to take a long rest and we'll be back as scheduled next week on Wednesday, February 7th with the 10th entry into our chronicle, which you will be able to find on our website, heroesrisepodcast.com, on our feeds, or by searching for us on iTunes and Google Play Music. And until our paths shall cross again, make sure you all fare better than my two compatriots and keep yourselves healthy, brave adventurers. I am more than the exalted ruler of this land and the master of all I survey. Think you're the only hero in the world? You've become part of a bigger universe. Zombies. One of the very few creatures in DD that can still be as tough to deal with at level 10 as at level 1, for one pretty unique reason undead fortitude. See, when zombies are brought to 0 HP, they can make a con save versus DC 5 plus the damage taken, unless the damage is radiant or a critical hit. This can lead to a frustrating situation where players of any level waste attack after attack on an enemy that just won't die, and each attack brings no more progress towards killing the enemy. So long as the DM's dice cooperate, one zombie can last indefinitely. You attack the zombie, reduce it to 0 HP, but it's now at 1 HP. This can be incredibly frustrating for the players, but also risk being tedious for the DM if the fight drags on too long. But let's consider another common zombie trope that could change the way these fights play out. Pridwin's broadsword lashed out, felling two of the many undead inhabiting the swamp. She charged forward to engage another pair, which kept her from noticing the two she had just struck down struggling to their rotted feet to rejoin the fight. 
Under this variant, even if the zombie succeeds at its undead fortitude save, it is knocked prone and incapacitated until the start of its next turn. While still granting the same chance to return and attack again, the player now gets some benefit when striking a lethal blow even if it is resisted, in that the downed zombie will lose half of its movement getting up and whilst it's downed it cannot perform attacks of opportunity, allowing the player a chance to move on. This also presents some interesting tactical choices for the player. Do they press onward and risk getting surrounded by relentless pursuers, or do they stay and make sure each enemy that is downed stays down? Do they use another attack on a downed zombie, the good old fashioned double tap, to try to ensure it's dead? This kind of uncertainty lends itself well to horror campaigns and zombie apocalypses, and it's this uncertainty that leads to the dramatic tension. So when implementing this, it is very important that the DM not give away what the state of the affected zombie actually is. A downed zombie, whether actually defeated or not, should always be flagged only as prone and incapacitated until the players can be certain that it is actually dead. Don't tip your hand by letting them know prematurely whether the zombie is coming back or is out of play entirely. Further, consider making the downtime variable. A downed zombie that makes its undead fortitude save could return after 1d4 rounds, rather than on their next turn. This adds even more uncertainty and unease to the encounter, but also to the amount of information that you as a DM need to track. You may not want to muck around with this every time, but for special occasions, it can well be worth the trouble. Another variation for zombies comes to us courtesy of the Castlevania games. Those who have played them have likely encountered red skeletons in their adventures, weak enemies that cannot be completely killed, reassembling themselves after a few seconds of inactivity. While unkillable opponents aren't generally good in D&D, they can be useful as guardians patrolling a route or standing watch at a gate or perhaps sounding an alarm when attacked, so that even after an intrusion, the site is not undefended. After being reduced to 0 HP, the enhanced undead falls prone and it becomes incapacitated. After a certain amount of time, it rises again with full HP. The amount of time it remains incapacitated can be fixed, rises again after 3 rounds, for example, variable, rises again after 1d4 plus 1 rounds, or at set times, rises again at midnight or on the fourth midnight after St. Swithard's Day. Typically only weak, unintelligent undead are enchanted in this fashion. Stronger undead usually have the means to be challenging on their own, without also needing to be unkillable. So yeah, I really, uh, this, this tip was actually written uh, into us by our staff writer uh, Baxter, who, he's actually in my campaign, so why he's given me ideas like this, I do not know. But I'm grateful he did, because I really do like the concept of the zombie that's fallen, the character moves on, and then in the background you just see the zombie rise up again. Especially if you apply that, you know, they get up after X amount of rounds, because that can be terrifying, because if the whole party starts to move forward, presuming they're trying to advance somewhere, then suddenly you have live combatants getting up in your back ranks. Well, live. <laughs> okay, animate. You have animate <laughs> enemies rising in the back ranks next to characters that quite possibly should not be standing next to an enemy that can inflict damage. I've actually only encountered zombies so far in playing through uh, Curse of Strahd, which is the campaign that my group is playing through right now. Not the one that I'm damning, the one I'm playing in. And we've actually never encountered this 
And I think part of the reason is because we keep burning them to crisps with fireballs. <laughs> I, I was going to say, if you do this enough, it eventually leads the players to adopt this strategy. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you would certainly have that whole, you've got to go massively overboard in order to make sure you kill them. Doing that whole uh, massive damage where you take negative your amount of HP is an instant kill. However, I have used a lot of zombies in the past because of the very fact that they have the undead fortitude ability, which makes them, as we said in the intro, just as challenging at like the higher levels as they are at the lower, because you can keep trying to kill them and they just don't die. And like Ostrom was saying, that additional worry of if you move on and they're not truly dead, then suddenly having your back ranks become the front line and your spellcasters are going to go down quicker than, uh, quicker than a, a thing with a zombie biting it you know that's really going to alter the dynamic of how you go forward you might have to then start having your characters uh sort of move forward in a circle with the weak ones in the middle as an example but that'll slow down the party as a whole the point that was raised about the castlevania games and having the unkillable uh, creatures there are a few that are like this already like mechanically speaking so if you look at things like vampires unless you kill them properly they do reassemble in in a given time period and also uh, flame skulls is another one that unless you actually take care of the remains properly they will regenerate in a given time period so the mechanics are there to support it and i think when used well as baxter used in this example here of using them as almost like minions that they just die, but then they'll come back up again. So they're just more of an annoyance and a setback rather than an actual threat to the party. I think that that could be really uh, quite a good, powerful tool for a DM in a dungeon. So whether that's like a, a, an undead place where, you know, the bones reanimate continually, um, or if it's some sort of wizards put a spell on on them and they're guarding the entrance to something i think having that kind of like okay yes so we killed the guards but we know that the guards are going to be back is also another thing that will will force your players to use more tactics in their approach it can be an addition flavor wise too like i was thinking it could also introduce a bit of comedy where it's like for example if they have to keep returning to this place and there's a guardian that is extremely easy to defeat but it just is always there eventually it just becomes sort of the running joke that okay so we have to go here we have to knock over the stone dog go back in knock over the stone dog again while we leave <laughs> and then just keep doing that it can uh, i like flavor things like that where it's sort of like an amusing annoyance rather than an actual threat i can see this being really useful in, as a DM uh, in a boss round with using the zombies as minions for the boss. Yes. I almost see this playing out as roll a d4 and so you've got a 25% chance on the next round of the zombie you just killed coming back to life again and now you can't just focus on the boss. That's a trope in video games all over the place. Is this like is true. The, minion, the minions you have to knock over before the boss can even take damage and then those minions regenerate and limit the amount of damage that the boss can take, which is I've used that on a couple of occasions if I don't want to just give a boss creature an unnaturally large amount of HP, 
I can artificially limit the amount of damage they're taking by making them immune if certain creatures or constructs keep coming back together after the players have knocked them out. Bear in mind, you could also use this on the boss itself. So they think they've killed the boss, but then six seconds go by outside of combat and suddenly the boss gets back up again. Well, I'm using that now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we apologize to all of reused players that may be listening. <laughs> so, are you a master? Do you have some wisdom you'd like to pass on to other dungeon masters listening out there? If so, get in touch with us either on social media at Heroes Rise D&D or by emailing us at sendingstone at heroesrisepodcast.com. 